G'day invaders, welcome to Sin Spaces, and this is, yes, another bloody gaming podcast. Number four, believe it or not, we've gone this far. And uh, I've got four other gents this time around. No ladies in- answered the call out for podcasting, so don't blame me, don't judge me. Uh, it's, all, uh, it's a boys club today. And uh, we've got uh, Ben from, I always stuff these up, <laughs> Grumpy Retro Gamer. Say hi. Afternoon or yeah. good morning. Evening Afternoon, or whatever. Evening. <laughs> <laughs> whatever time it is. We got uh, also Poseidon from Carbonites Gaming. Hello. We got uh, Uncle Chunt from Uncle Chunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Ash from 891. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Hi. <laughs> hey. And. Uh, we're going to get stuck right into it. These poor guys here, uh, Ben and also Ash, they're actually all the way from the UK and it is 1 a.m. in the morning. So I'm going to try and power through this quickly so they can hit the sack. I don't want any of them falling asleep midway through the podcast, <laughs> which is on the cards. So I'm going to get started uh, with uh grumpy retro gamer. Ben, we're going to, we always ask uh, our guests three questions uh, if they're on the channel for the first time. I'm going to start with your one here. First console and the first game that came with it. Go I'm not it. sure whether you can really call it a console, but it was uh, the ZX Spectrum was my first games system. It, I'm not sure if um, you guys in Australia actually are familiar with it at all. It, it, I think it originated it was, from the UK. It's a very British thing. It's a very British thing. Yeah. It, it was it was around but it wasn't really uh, it, was, it was heard of but not yeah, yeah it wasn't prevalent uh, and I did actually discuss this in length with uh, on a on a video I did with um, Top Hat Gaming Man so I, I'm well aware of how big it was in your part of the world and I would mm. class that as a game system did you do anything yeah. like accounting on it not quite accounting, but um, <laughs> everyone tried to, to code their own games and you know release their own their own games. But it, it, it took so so much work to yeah it would it would have taken probably up until this point in my life now to code a game for it. <laughs> so in other words, it was easier to just play games on it. So it's a games machine. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was it had a keyboard and then a tape deck. The the the, the games came on audio tapes. That's that's what they came on. That's, and, the keyboard uh, was just there. the keyboard was just there to load the games up. Yeah, um, there was an external uh, tape deck, and you had to wait until the whole thing fully loaded from scratch. Yeah, I, I can feel your pain because I had a <laughs> SC three thousand Sega computer, uh, and it was very similar by from everything I've heard and seen uh, to the um, Spectrum. Uh, so, what game can you recall first playing on that? The first one I fired at was one called Chucky Egg. Um, oh I actually, I actually know it. <laughs> uh, and the whole premise was there was a, just a, a layout of some platforms, and you had to collect all of the the chicken eggs, uh, or I think they may, may have been geese. I'm not sure, but. There were very there were geese walking around. You had, you couldn't bump into them. You would lose a life, and you had to collect all of the eggs to finish the level. Um, and then it went from there. See, kids of two thousand seventeen, it's not much different now, is it? 
<laughs> they, these people all make very good mobile phone games now. They would make good mobile games, I think. But oh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the first game. Favorite game ever. You have to pick only one. Um, it's it's a uh, it's an obvious one. It's a cliche one, and it's Sonic the Hedgehog two for the Mega Drive. Oh, okay. nice, nice. I, I can I can just you know put that in and, and play it at any time at all. It's just not a. It's, it's yeah, never it's a so good. What's your favorite yeah. level on that? Favorite level on that is um, the Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah, same. I love the music in that level. Yeah, um, it's just still memorable, still uh, enjoyable to this day. Um, music is incredible. Pre Michael Jackson era. <laughs> yeah. Moonwalker. And, yeah. And it was before <laughs> the internal fighting between. Uh, Life in the Dreams, I think they call themselves, that came up with the music, who owned the copyright to the Sega music, the Sonic the Hedgehog music. Sega don't actually right. own that, which is like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, for me, that's got, also got the best music, uh, but a lot of people disagree and they like free. But um, what uh, it, you, it holds some fond memories as well. That game, uh, yeah, I got it for Christmas along with the Mega Drive, and it was just a yeah, what a year. Uh, well, for me personally, the memories are from working at, at, during the launch yeah. of that. So at Sega, that was uh, something I won't ever forget, standing behind kids playing the games and telling them where to go, and they're looking at me going, how do you know? And I said, I've already got the game. I work for Sega. And they're just like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you doing telling kids telling them where to go, mate? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually uh, Carver Knight's line. Um, anyway, so... Been to it. <laughs> and uh, what, what are you playing at the moment? Uh, I recently uh, picked up a Nintendo Switch. Um, I've got the whole Nintendo Switch thing going on at the moment. Um, so Legend of Zelda, awesome. uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, and I, last night I downloaded Rocket League. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> For a, so awesome. what do you mean for that's because it's awesome it's all it's very yeah. addictive yeah it's very addictive i'm very bad at it at the moment but it, it's um yeah I, i'm quite into that at the moment so that is the whole nintendo switch thing is, is a big deal we've got to see if we can hook up and uh get a, a cross game play thing going on uh, cross channel and i don't know if, if pc yeah. can play against switch but but you can't party up we'll have to work on that you can't play a public game but you can play a private game I'm nice. not sure with the Switch though I know you can with Xbox One and uh, PC uh, but I'm not sure cause I know you can't with PS on the way because I've done a ton yeah, of I videos you're, I think you're right. I've done a ton of videos with you uh, uh, Carbonites and uh, that was probably some of my f more fun moments of running a channel is those videos putting those together <laughs> well, they were a riot. <laughs> All right, so we can switch over now to eight nine one or Ash. Uh, your first console and game. Hello. Yeah. So it's 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 a very actually quite a similar story to Ben because um, of the whole sort of micro computer thing that we had in, in Britain. So I had uh, something called an Amstrad CPC machine, and it's the same thing. It's a, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a, it, that one had a built-in cassette player, right? Uh, the tape deck it was did. built in. Yeah, it, it was it was luxurious. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was slightly better than the Spectrum, but but they were all crap. It was sort of like a, a, a sort of who was first amongst the losers, and no one won in the, in the 80s <laughs> microcomputers game. But um, 
yeah, that was my that was my first game stream. My first proper console was a Master System, obviously. But um, nice. yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Funnily enough, I never owned a Master System until much later. Uh, I borrowed my neighbour's one more than they owned it. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to ask you what was your first uh, game on that Amstrad that you can recall. Well, it's funny actually you say that because it's the same as Ben. This is why I laughed. It's actually Chuck Yeag as well. That was like uh, oh, what the jigs? Were they <laughs> giving that away or something? Were they? <laughs> it was a big deal no, in the UK. It was, it was like you know, America had like the Cuban Missile Crisis and all this interesting stuff. We had Chuck Yeag. Um, <laughs> it, that, was, that was most of the eighties. Was Chuck Yeag um, and Culture Club? That's pretty much all we had at once. <laughs> At once, yeah. It was, it was intense. <laughs> so if you were amazed how well uh, Chuck Yeg and Karma Chameleon go together. Brilliantly, <laughs> I get headphones on, I crank it right up. I get Boy George in one ear, I get the soundtrack to Chuck Yeg in the other, and I just I go for hours. It's insane. It's it's, it's something special. I recommend everyone try it. So is, Ch- so is Chuck Yeg your favourite game ever, or are you going to go with something a little more <laughs> reasonable? Um, I think my, my favourite game ever, um, if I sort of backed into a corner, would probably have to be uh, Deus Ex, the original one on PC, from sort of 2000. Uh, only because it did so much stuff um, that no one had ever kind of really done before. And I was well into conspiracy theories at the time, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I thought it was great because, oh my god, a game about conspiracies and, and robots... And it had basically everything I, I loved when I was sort of like 13, 14 years old. I didn't, so, I didn't quite catch... What was the name of that one? Deus Ex. Oh, yes. They you, were, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, know, I know now. Um, Not Deus Ex. No, no, that, that came much, much later. There's <laughs> something else that's different. There, there's a bit of a push to see if they can get another sequel up and running for that, but nothing on the cards yet uh, has been noted uh, but they have come out and stated that they're not abandoning uh, the franchise, that uh, they will vi- revisit it, but they've just got other priorities at the moment. So I think that will be a case yeah, of watch this space. I think they space. the last one up a little bit. The but last game. The, the sales weren't all that great. Mm. Yeah, the franchise has gone quiet, hasn't it? That one. It's gone a bit quiet. Yeah, the franchise, yeah. yeah and uh, they, I think from memory they released it at a time when there was huge, big releases coming out at that time and it just got drowned, which is an overly uh, common story these days. Mm. Um, mm. And you, you look at this Assassin's Creed coming out, the last one, just as Mario Odyssey dropped as well. Like... Everyone's talking about Mario Odyssey, and and it just drowns out the talk about Assassin's Creed. Um, and what do you? No, current- I haven't even played my copy yet. Ah, uh, you'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, what are you currently playing there, uh, Ash? It's a very similar response. Yeah, and I've recently and I'm playing the crap out of it. Currently, it's mostly Doom, um, which oh, is Switch, I had yeah. a revelation. Yeah, that I could I could play Doom while on the toilet. <laughs> and that, that's been a major turning point in my life the last, the last few months. So, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't exclusively play it on the toilet. It's just a, I know the options are to me now. So, it's a <laughs> bucket list. Hey, if that's what you want to do, you do you, man. Like, you don't oh, have yeah, to justify yeah. like, <laughs> We're all friends here. It's all fine. 
All right, so I think we kick into our topics. Uh, the very first topic that we've got on the agenda. Uh, your, we've got Christmas coming up, and I've got a few uh, funny Christmas stories of really crap presents and really awesome presents. But I thought I'd get started uh, with Carbon. What's been your favourite, or I guess you could say most memorable? gaming present for either the right reasons or the wrong reasons uh well um back in ps2 era my sister was all excited because her boyfriend at the time said hey your brother likes video games he's gonna love this game it's gonna blow his mind she's all excited to give it to me and it was a game called black and it was just some generic piece of crap shooter that I did I, not enjoy it at all. I, I remember saying, yeah, I was going to say, I remember hearing people say oh, good oh, things oh, about that. I've actually heard good things about that, but not I from played, you. I, 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 oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's about, that's about it. I, that's, that's got to be your next Let's Play series. Then. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. Uh, I don't know where it is. I know I sold one copy at some point, but I don't know. I had two eventually, but... <laughs> Uh, Chant, what about yourself? Oh, look, um, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I got uh, a Pokemon 64 back in the day, um, like the Pokemon-themed Nintendo 64, but no game. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, this gonna fuck, st- man, awesome. I'm but, just going to uh, stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so yeah, cool. It's, it's really cool. pretty. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, but um, to my parents' credit, I mean, it was expensive at the time, um, but we went down and just hide out a few games because they weren't sure what game I wanted. So they said, yeah, yeah, look, we know there's no games, but let's go down to, you know, Blockbuster or whatever and we'll hire out a few games um, for the day and then you can figure out what you want. So it wasn't too bad, but at the time you're like, oh, this is, you know, it's like you just, if, See? if someone cut off their feet and was given like two pairs of shoes for their birthday and you're like well <laughs> thanks for the shoes they're really nice but I have no feet to put them on so this is why the master <laughs> system was so cool and had the maze game in it the snail maze game inbuilt <laughs> I wish they did more like that that'd be great yeah um, alright so Ben uh, yourself have you got any, any stories relating to presents yeah there's um uh, sort of a couple of opposites really I mentioned Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just earlier yeah uh, that was my favourite uh, game to receive as a Christmas present I think I might, it might have been uh, I think I might have been 12 at the time and I had a Mega Drive console and Sonic 1 and 2 um, gifted uh, for Christmas that was probably the best wow. gaming yeah it was just what a day <laughs> uh, Chris, Christmas awesome. lunch Christmas lunch didn't come down for it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't didn't attend Christmas Day. <laughs> no point. Yeah, and uh, but the the negative side. Um, I think it may have been a f- the following year. I think I received. Um, I think it was another Mega Drive game. I think it was Street Fighter Two uh, as a gift. Unwrapped it, opened the box, wow. and the game the game wasn't in it. What? Because oh. what happened was, um, it might be the same in other retailers across the world, but. The games were kept behind the counter when you purchase them. Yeah. So you, you take the case up, 
and obviously whoever was serving yeah. my mum at the time didn't put the, the game in. So back then oh. shops were not oh, open. Oh, shops yeah. shops right. weren't open on Boxing Day. Oh, okay. They just weren't open. I go the next day. Here, here in Australia, because uh, I used to work at the Gamesman, which is a, a big. The Gamesman store in Sydney is a is a big shop here. That's probably one of the longest re- retro gaming stores uh, anywhere, really. And I used to work Boxing Day, and that was our biggest day. Uh, and it was mostly people coming in with refunds or uh, wrong mm. pr- wrong size, uh, wrong format. It was just Refund re- day. It was Returns Day, yeah. And um, uh, I, but the reason why I mentioned that is that I, I used to. Uh, be really mindful to make sure I didn't put the wrong game yeah. like Sonic 2 in Sonic 1 or stuff up something like that um, so for that guy that, that served you to do that to you that's uh, a bit of a, a dud act well, in the UK in the early 90s generally a, a game store or a music and game store was, wouldn't be open on Boxing Day shops just weren't open on bank holidays back then and you, we couldn't have just gone to the store the following day on Boxing Day just to rectify it that's just so, weird because yeah. that's our biggest day. That will, will back then it was one of our biggest days. That's just insane. Um, what about you, Ash? You got any stories there? Uh, yeah, mine's kind of sort of related. So, um, one um, actually wasn't given anything. I was given some some money. Uh, so my birthday is quite near quite near Christmas, and uh, it was the first year I received at the time what I thought was a substantial amount of money. I was sort of like sort of fifteen or however old I was. Um, so I went and bought myself. I thought I'm going to get on board and get into the future, and I'll buy myself a Dreamcast because that's a safe bet, and it's going to be around forever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so yeah, I went and bought a Dreamcast, and it was great. I, I absolutely love the Dreamcast. It's a fucking incredible, just an incredible console. I loved it. And um, the the interesting yeah. thing was, I had probably like a couple of hundred pounds when I was like a, a young. T- Teenagers. So that's all the money knew back then. Uh, wow. I was buying these, and um, a load of them suck. They're crap. And I was buying from Electronics Boutique, which doesn't exist in the UK anymore. Um, but back then, they were kind of on the rocks. And every time I'd buy a game, it, it would suck. I'd take it back, and they'd give me the original retail price for it in the return. So I'd buy it for £15, and they'd give me, like, 60 back. And this happened five or six times. And it kept on happening. It was like this weird sort of luck thing. I was making a profit, and I'd argue with them, saying, like, no, I paid less for it. And they go, no, this is how much we owe you. So over the course of that Christmas, I sort of played a massive <laughs> amount of the Dreamcast library and then chance at EB trying to return it and get more money back to buy another game. It was it was awesome. And I had my Dreamcast forever. <laughs> and it was the most successful console in history. So you're, <laughs> responsible for, you're responsible for, it, for EB going under, under, under but, the water then. Yeah. Pretty much single-handedly, yeah. <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> I built a crime empire by Mac and Steve. <laughs> so still got mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got my original. Yeah. And uh, I, I have just, my original. I was just talking about how the modem part comes off, uh, which uh, Ben wasn't aware until he. I think he's. Got to have another look at these, but yeah, the modem. We got the dud modem, but um, I've got a video on that. I won't to waste too much time on the talking about the Dreamcast. I've got uh, that on the channel somewhere. Uh, probably best to kick straight into the uh, second topic, which is just recently we saw. Actually, it was just last night. Um, a new 
Nintendo cereal. Uh, and I think someone here was uh, uh, Ash that pointed out they sh- should have called him Mario's. <laughs> that was genius. I thought uh, <laughs> that, that yeah. would have been golden. Um, but uh, you know, we've seen breakfast cereals in the past, gaming related. That's nothing new. But what the this one, uh, the mind blowing part about this one was the box itself doubles as an amiibo. Um, that's golden. Uh, I don't know what you can unlock, but I don't care. I just like the concept. So, has anyone got any I like suggestions? The, I like the- so, so I, was, I, was, I was like the idea of the amiibo bit being right in the middle of the packet and some kid having to rub this entire cereal packet up against <laughs> the front of the switch <laughs> until he finds a sweet spot. But maybe I'm evil. Maybe I just want to... Uh, or maybe, maybe the amiibo is one of the cereals and you have to make sure you don't choke on it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One's got an NFC chip inside. So has anyone got any suggestions? The question was going to be, uh, is there anything else you would like to see turned into an amiibo? I think I've got an idea, but anyone else? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, look, um, the whole um, Toys to Life thing, I've avoided it. Uh, with great efforts because I know for a fact if DC Comics brought out like a Toys to Life service uh, I would just be like um, sell my legs, sell my hands uh, <laughs> give, give it to me now if, if they decided to like partner up with um, DC Comics and Nintendo to do an Amiibo thing I'd be like well story's over I'm now going to die of starvation and um, I'll not pay rent but at least I have my toys to keep you company. Exactly, man. Like, priorities. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't. I don't actually play with them, but they're just cool to look at. Uh, that's I my so cool. my angle. Uh, and I've been seeing some of the ones that they've got for the new Lord of uh, Lord of Rings. Sorry, uh, Breath of the Wild. Sorry. And some of those amiibos are getting chunky, man. Like they're supposed to be only like little tiny things like this. Um, but some of the Breath of the Wild ones, they're, they're double the size, triple the size, what we're normally used to seeing. Like the big Guardian. Yeah, the Guardian, yeah, that's a big one. That's, yeah, I think it's yeah. in a big box, yeah. Um, I, I was kind of thinking I'd like to see, uh, I don't know, beer turn into an amiibo. <laughs> Grog. <laughs> that sounds really kid-friendly. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Kids don't play games. Who said that? Amiibo. Video games are wasted on children. They're wasted on children. Absolutely, because yeah. you know they get sticky fingers, and you know they're not as smart. They can't do maths as well as me, or or write as well as me. You know. So they yeah, kids should have nice things. Kids definitely shouldn't have nice things. Absolutely, <laughs> that's my that's. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Did did any of you guys look after your stuff as well as you should have? Because uh, I was just talking while setting this up. I've got back here. Uh, I know it's up there. Uh, the very first Sega game ever released, Borderline for the SC three thousand, and the box. I still got the box, but it's not. You know, it was one of those cardboard boxes, so they kind of get ripped up and shredded up. So, was is anyone here really? particular about the way they look after their stuff like from way back or are we all guilty of not really caring enough i was when when i was a kid i I, especially with the mega drive i've still got my original mega drive games boxed and they're in perfect condition after all this time it's 20 plus years that i've had them Mm. and at the time i do remember thinking i do remember thinking 
these aren't going to be around forever. I may as well keep them nice and pristine and still use them. But I, I, I just had this idea that they were just super limited. I don't know why at the time when I was 12 or 13, I thought that video games are just going to die out. That's what I thought. I wow. thought it was, it was all just going to stop. Wow. I, didn't, I, I didn't think I never it's pretty unrealistic to have at that age. Yeah, yeah. I, I never had a, I never had an outlook like that. Uh, to me, it was just like I grew up with gaming. Gaming was just always there. I've got some originals. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, all, what have you got? That's what I thought. I thought this is it's not going to get much better than this. We breached it, and that, and then the video game industry will just sort of peter out. But obviously, that uh, is, and we played the hell out There's of that stuff. Time. Like. I, I, yeah. I, I think we knew like they had value, but we just played the hell out of everything, like um, yeah. even toys and stuff. Like I still, until recently, I, I still had a lot of toys I grew up with, and they're still working and in good condition. But they were obviously used and played, and you know, they're yeah. loved. That's well, what I like to call it. Well, I've got uh, um, two really good examples here of how a game should have been packed and how uh, and how it should not be packed. So we've got. Rugby league with Fittler on the front. <laughs> and from EA Sports, of all people. And it's a plastic cover. So, you know, that one's not going to go bad anytime soon. Where's the cartridge going? It's around somewhere. Um, but So that's one way of looking after the games. And then you've got, also on the Mega Drive, Populous, which was one of the rare... Yeah. <laughs> Also from EA, when they first started, the you can see it's all tattered, and this is a cardboard box. Um, so it gives you an idea oh. of it. It all comes down to the packaging. I, I didn't realize you could get Mega Drive games in cardboard. I didn't no, know no. they did that. Originally, when they when they very first started out, uh, you had this, the Immortal, uh, and there was a handful of other games that they were releasing before they went to this format. the The box itself, sorry, the cartridge itself is. Uh, this the same with the yellow thing to separate them from the other carts it's just the packaging was different that's what used to annoy me i remember sonic and knuckles yeah yeah really annoyed me and and you mentioned that i've only got the cart i have not got uh the box i've still got it boxed i still have it boxed but it's tight it's just it's in such a state yeah yeah, it's such like, a shame. My, all my Mega Drive stuff is in good condition, or I kept it. Uh, there's a time I sort of plateaued, like my Mega Drive games, which are hard wearing and made out of plastic and cartridges, I took really good care of. And then by the time I got to a PS1, I was just like leaving stacks of discs on top of each other and they're getting scratched up and stuff. <laughs> oh, that makes me ill. No, <laughs> no, I never did I that. <laughs> here's, here's the worst bit though, right? Um, at one point, and this is what everyone was doing at the time, because is rubbish, right? And also, yeah. I think in, in the EU, and maybe Australia, I'm not sure, maybe probably Australia as well, with the really crappy cases. In the US, they had proper regular CD jewel cases. Um, and with the crap ones, it used to break. So everyone used to take their discs out of the boxes and put them in these big sleeves. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, individually, I lost a sleeve full of PS1 games and separately lost all the boxes as well. Because I, I'm obviously an idiot. <laughs> so that entire PS1 collection just disappeared. Never to be seen again. What about you, Carbon? Any um, any issues with keeping onto your older stuff? Or oh, well, I don't have any of it anymore. Well, that's one way. <laughs> to really, do, that's one way to deal with the problem, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, it was more. We didn't have uh, we didn't have a lot of gaming stuff when I was a kid, but I had all kinds of 
Transformers and Ninja Turtles and stuff, but I was the kind of kid who oh, yeah. you can make a parachute <laughs> out of a Ninja Turtle if you just tie a plastic bag to it and throw it up in the air as high as you can. <laughs> Sometimes they didn't totally. <laughs> And we used to have uh, all the little um, little die-cast cars. They, uh, we'd have a smash-up derby oh, yeah. with a hammer, you know, because we didn't know they were worth anything. What? Yeah, with a hammer? Uh, what were you trying to uh, simulate? Oh, I was just wrecking my future. That's that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> uh, Alright. Uh, and I think we'll probably end up wrapping up with uh, Game of the Year's predictions. What has been 2017's highlights for you guys? Uh, me, personally, I'm going to be cliche, and it's a game I've hardly touched, but I do want to give it some time. Uh, ironically, I run a gaming channel because I love gaming, but because I'm running a gaming channel, I can't get time to game. Um, so, <laughs> the game that I really uh, want to highlight though, is uh, the obvious one, and I hate to be cliche, Breath of the Wild. Um, it is mm. such a huge uh, step forward for that franchise, and they really uh, did everyone a favor, I think, by getting away from the... Uh, I guess you could say, what is, is it 30 years now or 25 years? It's a long time anyway that they've been using the same formula. And uh, it was good to see that they gave that game, uh, uh, the franchise, a bit of a working over with the open world. Um, which is kind of weird that Nintendo were one of the first to really push open world gaming with Ocarina of Time. And then here we are, 2017, saying, oh, isn't it good to see that Nintendo are finally going to open world? But um, <laughs> what about yourself there, Ben? Uh, have you got a, a nomination for Game of the Year? Uh, got to apologise. It's the same the same title, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, the, when, I look, when I look at my Switch profile and I see that I've racked up 90-plus hours on it, I only actually bought it recently. I didn't buy it on, on release date. I think it just goes to show um, how much of an important title it is when you, you sort of, instead of when you're trying to get to do the main quest, you get sidetracked on these all these other side quests. And <laughs> totally, it, totally. It, it just goes to show yeah, 90 plus hours in, in a couple of months. That That's, to me, for a Nintendo title, that, that says it all really. Uh, what about yourself there, Chris? Uh, Chunt, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, look, it's going to be uh, three for three. Like, I, I was sitting there while you guys were talking, thinking about it, and even before we did this, thinking about it. And I went through my games thinking what stood out the most. Um, but to, to me, I never actually finished a Zelda game in my life, and I barely played many of the other Zeldas. I think I dabbled a bit in um, Ocarina of Time on 64, but I never actually got around to finishing one. Right. Um, and so when I got Breath of the Wild, I gave it a shot because I was like, well, whatever. It's Everybody's hyping it up and talking about it. My brother's super excited. Uh, I might may as well jump in on this hype train. And um, it was the first game that really stood out to me this year and still does of me eagerly wanting to go home and play it after work. And sinking hours into it, and I, I haven't really played a game like that since this year. Um, and and I finished it, and I was like, wow, okay. So that was my. I could say Breath of the Wild would pretty much be my first Zelda game if you really wanted to be technical on it. Okay. And um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, 
And so, yeah, like, still, it still stands out as the only game I can think of off the top of my head gave me that kind of long-lasting experience where I still look back to that favorably amongst other games. Like, there's so many that came out this year that I loved, but that one still stands out to me. Uh, what about yourself there, Ashley? Hello. Um, sorry, I disappeared for a second, so I've missed everyone's answers up until this point. Um, I think you can predict I, my game... <laughs> Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, I'm... <laughs> I am actually going to say something probably even more expected and makes me sound like a, 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 an idiot, uh, but I'm going to say it's actually Super Mario Odyssey for me, I think, is, is the best game of the year. Um, wow. Only, yeah, um, only because I don't think, I can't remember the last time I've played anything that's made me smile that much as an adult playing a video game and there's certain bits in that game where you are literally grinning to yourself and, and laughing and making you smile so joyous and fun and it's also a really damn good game um but yeah it like it properly threw me back to being sort of when i was like a, a kid playing or you know playing mario games or whatever on my game boy i had that same sort of feeling for the first time being like this sort of old jaded old man now I actually smiled for once. That's so cool. <laughs> Who are you calling old? <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? Um, and what about yourself there, uh, Poseidon? Um, I don't think I've played a game that came out in 2017, if I'm being honest. Oh. But uh, wow. by what I've seen. What an absolute lad. Well, I don't own any next-gen consoles on my PC. It's uh, a little old, but. I'm waiting for one part till that that is uh, rectified and it's in the mail. So hopefully very soon. If, um, if, you, if you were to, by, yeah, I was going to say if you were to pick a yeah, game that's been released because I watch a lot of Let's Plays. So uh, I think I'd go with Cuphead. It looks like it's so much fun, and I absolutely love the animation. That's because oh, that's because you haven't played I it. Can tell you. <laughs> that's yeah. It's uh, I know I would hate it as soon as I played I, it, which is why I got to get it now. I've been playing that recently. Uh, I've been playing that recently. Like I bought it when it came out, but I never got around to touching it until um, in the last few weeks. And it will test you. Um, I'll say that much. But the it reward so of actually, yeah, like when you beat the challenge or the actual challenge <laughs> of playing the game, um, it's rewarding. <laughs> and you like you get that sense of because you've played this level twenty times to get it right enough to beat it. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, there's that sense of satisfaction. Um, which reminds me of like older games that we grew up with where there are no checkpoints, there are no retries, you know, that kind of stuff. If you guys want to watch a game that brings that to light, uh, my um, Let's Play and Super Girls and Ghosts on the Super Nintendo. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that, that's just, <laughs> it's like bashing your head against the wall, that game. And um, I don't have a second, I don't know what's happened to it, uh, I have a second Super Nintendo controller, but I don't know where it's gone to. But you need two Super Nintendo controllers to activate the level select code, and uh, so I'm stuffed totally. <laughs> but the mini—it's on the Mini Super NES, and you can do the save points. So at least that is uh, one uh, sane way, or a better way to keep your sanity is to play it through the Super NES Mini. Because uh, you can do the save points. If you stuff up, just go back to the last save point. Um, all right. Well, and holding. Uh, call it what you want, but that's 2017. 
Sometimes you just need it, man. Life's too tough already. You don't and, that and, and to everyone that go, oh, it was a lot harder in my day. These kids have got it soft. They were the same people calling me up on the Seagull hotline asking for cheats on every game that they had. Could the dog fit anyone? Oh, don't. Um, <laughs> so we're, I think we're going to wrap game, up. game, I have no idea what's about to this day. Echo, it's What's about that? drugs and a dolphin and defending aliens against, uh, yeah, uh, it was messed up. DJ Slopes did a really good video on, on the actual story behind that game, and uh, that in itself is more interesting than the plot of Echo the Dolphin. It's just bizarre. <laughs> oh, um, by far. So I'm going to start with uh, Ash. What what have you got currently uh, coming up on your channel? Uh, anything interesting or? Uh, yeah, actually. So I'm working on a bunch of um, bigger, longer form video things and writing scripts and stuff. So I've not been putting much up recently because I'm trying to write bigger episodes about more topic based stuff rather than doing let's plays. Um, and that's a pain in the bum because they take ages and uh, most of the ideas are crap. And you find out after you've been writing them for about three days. So, yeah, there's a bunch of longer-form videos coming on the way, I think, about my opinions on stuff, which I'm sure everyone's interested in. By the way, <laughs> I, di I did like your uh, James Pond playthrough, uh, or lack of playthrough. <laughs> oh, that thing, that thing, that game, I, just, I, I couldn't understand it. I've, I always, understand. I've always figured that the best thing about that game was the music, and that's it. Yeah. And that's, uh, otherwise that's completely about, perplexing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about uh, grumpy <laughs> retro gamers? <laughs> well, some some of you may be aware that I do the channel with one of my best friends, Chris. And um, although we don't get enough time together to actually do videos as we'd like to, we're going to try and sway away from the Let's Plays and go more towards, I think, the, um, the sort of comedy videos we used to be quite big on doing sort of sketch videos back in the day like when we started our channel last year. I think we're going to go back to that and come up with more sort of sketch videos of comedy and and also some more music videos which we've we've uh, put together some uh, sort of rap reviews of recent games. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only smiling here, uh, not because I'm <laughs> laughing at what you're saying, but I'm just thinking that some of the videos you've put up, they're an absolute crack up. Uh, and especially you had one um, where you're playing against each other in Super Strikers Mario on a GameCube, and you're basically going at it. Yeah, one, is that the very first? Yeah. Very first video. Isn't it funny how it's one of your best? Um, and, and but I was w also just watching some of your other stuff, especially the the one that you pulled a prank on um, on him with the what did you call it? Uh, I mean, I'd I'd call that a fart gag, but you you called it something a poof, no something else. Uh, a poot pooter. A uh, pooter. It's called a pooter. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a, a YouTuber who um, sell he he uh, took out a patent on it and he sells them from his channel. <laughs> and he does prank prank videos of him using this this little fart toy you, you in go, public. Seriously, you guys have got to watch that video. It, it is a crack up, <laughs> and uh, it, it deserves way more views. <laughs> um, and Carbon, what about yourself? Uh, I know you've been. Oh, I, I got to say, uh, the video that you had for Red Dead Redemption, and uh, you 
you had all those dudes chasing you and you had one one of the guys just leap up in the air and it was just like it was just an oh, what, what the hell moment but you turned it into something much more spectacular oh yeah we uh that took three hours to do for like one, <laughs> one minute of it's totally so, worth it but i, I you I like milked it you totally milked that <laughs> my computer was oh man i it was so hot against my leg i was afraid something was gonna catch on fire if i kept going editing anymore but yeah i thought that i thought it turned out well it's just like a one-off joke from torch saying we should do we should show it again six times so i was like I could do better than six. <laughs> like you initially had it with Benny Hill yakety sack, and you went, "Nah, that's that's anyone can do that." Let's ramp this up to the next level. <laughs> yeah, I forget what all the songs are called. Actually, uh, jump around, jump, it. Motley Crue. Uh, was it no, not Motley Crue? Jump. No, uh, it was uh, it was Crisscross and yeah, uh, jump, jump. <laughs> um, I always forget who sings "Jump Around." Crisscross. Uh, uh, um, no, cr- no, jump House around. Of House of Pain, yeah, yeah, House of Pain. That's and right. The reason why I, I like the reason why I like that game because when it came out, I was working for Sega, and uh, th- there's a mention of Sega in that song. Uh, you try to play me out like my name was Sega. <laughs> yep. So it's a good tune. I, I that's why I couldn't believe I couldn't remember who sang it right there. Or who um, wrapped it? I guess I don't know if it counts as singing, but whatever. Speaking of House uh, of Pain, what's happening in the House of Chunt? <laughs> oh, lots of pain. Just uh, <laughs> flipping to myself alone in my bedroom. Um, no, like, I'm just uh, I'm documenting my yeah. uh, documenting my life, moving to Brisbane, setting up my new place, setting up my game room, the trials and tribulations. Uh, every now and then, I'll upload a kind of vlog um, of just you know something spontaneous, uh, my thoughts as I'm going. And just like health related like progress and um so i'm kind of doing a mixed match of things where some personal goals game room goals uh, setting up my new place uh, and that's all kind of leading up until when i can actually get back into my office when, when it's set up properly and start doing like my more tra- traditional content that i was doing like more opinion uh, based videos or thoughts um presentations uh you know dabble back into some let's plays um and just more kind of uh, topical stuff, uh, which I used to do, uh, which I'm really keen to get back to. But I thought, well, during this downtime, while I'm putting all that together, I may as well use it. And um, even just for myself personally, when I can look back at things like maybe five years later, you know, I can go back to, you know, what was I doing at that time? And um, just documenting life moments, you know, that kind of stuff and thoughts. That's kind of what I'm up to at the moment. So for me, uh, I've got, uh, I'm going to get started. I keep putting it off, but I will get started. I'm doing my life in gaming, uh, but I've renamed this, the series uh, Gaming Since Spaces is the name of the series where I'll be looking at every year of gaming that I started, which was since Space Invaders. So Space Invaders was 1978. Uh, I did an introduction to the series, so I did from uh, 74 to 77, uh, just as a sneak preview. But the the real I want to make it a, a, a decent video series. Um, there's not much to talk about in 1978, so I'm going to be trying to work with what little information there is from that era, and I'll be doing then. There was lots of pong. There was lots of pong. Lots of pong. Yeah. Oh, I, I wasn't sure you said pong or porn. I was just pong lad. <laughs> pong as far as the eye can see. <laughs> But um, I was hoping you'd say porn. Yeah. <laughs> so space. It was, it was the seventies, wasn't it? 
Well, 78, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So 79, 80, and I think as that series gets along, it will become a little more uh, topical or cont- uh, contentious as people disagree with this, the game of the year that I give out for that year. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, also, I've got... Um, I'm continuing on. Oh my god, I'm, I'm really so tired of saying this game's name. The Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection. I, <laughs> that's about what, 40, <laughs> 40 odd games. I'm only halfway through. Uh, I'm, I can't wait to get through it so I can put it behind me and put it to bed. Disparents. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to get. And next, next year, uh, 2018. Uh, I want to get out all my Megazone magazines and Hyper magazines, which were big gaming magazines here in uh, Australia at the time, and pull out each ep- uh, issue and go through uh, the adverts that were appearing in that era, the prices that were uh, being shown, and also my articles that were in those magazines uh, to see if my uh, opinions hold up still true today in 2017. Oh. So it'll be an That'd interesting be so look. Interesting look yeah, back good. at um, what garbage I wrote back then and what I think of that garbage now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, I think you lot in the UK, it's what, 2 a.m. now? You guys are going to get to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On a, Was it Friday night there? No, it's uh, Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saturday morning. You guys used yeah. to be cool, and now you're getting old. You're going to bed at <laughs> one and two. That's usually when people at get two started. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now but... I passed out of my couch at about eleven thirty last night. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I've had my oval team, and I've gone to bed by now. <laughs> oh my god, you still got oval teams <laughs> over there. <laughs> well, anyway, wow, I've had oval team for ages. A big shout. I'd like to give a big shout out to my patrons. If, have you guys got patrons? Do you want to give a shout out to? We do, but we haven't looked at it for a while. <laughs> Look after your patrons. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to yeah. double check. Uh, I'll say thank you to Shrimpy in particular. Um, they know who they are. Who was that? Uh, Shrimpy, Shrimp, okay. and then the Chris Shrimp. They know who they are. All right. Then. <laughs> the, uh, the fish. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for uh, turning up to this one. And, uh, yeah, I've been gaming since Spaces. My name's been Brian, and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers, guys. Bye.